0: Men say, Reaction show. We are. There are lots of us right now, stood at the bar in the harbour view. We all turn
1: up for the good results. I asked <laughs> you if you wanted to host this, David. <laughs> I'm very Have loud. You ever turn out like this. For <laughs> Have you ever turned out like this for one of your action shows? Yeah. And, and, and
0: you know what? Who are you? Much are you more, we- much more well behaved than this. <laughs> I'm. Uh, I'm Matthew, actually. I see. I'm, uh, we're in the Harbour View. We're watching Maidenhead versus Wrexham, but the main takeaway from it is that Sunland have lost 5-1 Is home to Alex Neal's very bold, st- actually very bold, Stoke City FC. I'm not going to say anything else on the matter now, so I'm going to hand you all over to Stephen Goldsmith.
1: No, I don't, give a, don't give a side. Don't be like that, Matthew. Don't be like that. I'll be like what I want. So. Shall we get the referee back out of the way well, first? That's a pleasant because result, us like, Because let's be honest, like we've just been... 5 1. Yeah. And um, we were absolutely shite for all five of their goals. Yeah. So let's just get the referee bashing out of the way first. Well, the referee was abysmal
2: he was, and the thing is... Helena McKay. Hello, Matthew Keeling. Uh, we are allowed to say the referee was shit and also say we were shit. Agree. Like, the referee was fucking awful. I think he went and did like a 15-minute online course, how to be a referee <laughs> at half-time. Because the first half, I genuinely think he managed to be the most hated bald man in that stadium. And, and, I'm, that was there. and cool. I'm there! And Stephen was there! <laughs> <laughs> and Alex Neal was all there. Wait,
1: well, we got the Alex Neal
2: there. I no. wait. But genuinely he was just fucking awful he, he, looked, like he, looked, Matt, ha- m- he looked like
1: Matt Hancock he to did me, my yeah. dad said oh,
2: yeah. didn't, uh, my dad said this actually Steve oh Stephen. well I've
1: got the dark ruts you
2: know <laughs> Rick had it last you're week you're a dad me,
1: right. well I am a dad uh, there's no doubt in that <laughs> Thank you for listening. Yeah. Cheers, Oliver. Thanks.
2: Thanks for listening. <laughs> but the issue was that at times he was stumbling around. He looked lost. At one point, a foul happened. He didn't see it. He turned to the lino and the lino nodded his head, and then he gave the foul. I beg agree. Yeah, I saw that as well. Yeah, I missed the uh, first goal, so I can't comment on that. I
1: missed most of. Them. Who and wants? Who wants to articulate our listeners through the? First, the the referee and I think the best through, man through, for that is Michael. Goal. So right, so just because people <laughs> people want to do it, to people you? people listen to this might not watch much Michael, talk us through the
3: referee's actions for the first goal. <laughs> Thank you for that. I really appreciate this. Um, I'll,
0: yeah. I'll I'll... Catch you now.
3: Yeah, so basically the referee, as has already pointed out, didn't understand the basic rules of football. In that When there's a collision like that and the player goes down, fair enough, you've got to stop the game because it's a head injury. But we had possession of the ball and he just decides to completely disregard that very basic law and allow them to just go up the other end of the field and score. And then from then we just completely capitulated. So I think the referee was absolutely abysmal throughout the game. And in that moment, he was absolutely appalling because as I say is just failed to identify a basic law but we lost our heads and we lost the first goal because we lost our heads and we were like charging around trying to win the ball back immediately I was sure even though we hadn't passed the ball well it have been okay I think up until that point but then we just completely lost it and allowed them to take the lead and then we just never recovered from that point for me
0: oh, what, what? sorry I wasn't listening
3: I, I agree with me
2: yeah, yeah. I agree with Mick, because I think that this is very much on a trend of, if you watch the Rotherham game, if you watch the Coventry game, this was coming, maybe not this extreme. Quite
0: bad, really. Yeah,
2: it's not great, but we've looked shit in those two matches, and then we've looked shit again. I hope the week without a midweek game would give us a rest, and it just hasn't. The the lack of depth in our squad is really showing through now, and that's what came into it today.
4: I agree. Um, Hi, Richard.
2: Hello.
4: Um, like everything that went wrong today everything that could have gone wrong did go wrong Like, yeah. referee was terrible team selection was awful it rained, it rained. Yeah. Like, oh, but you weren't in row three though wasn't it? yeah well, we were just saying I'm glad we weren't because we would have been like you know it's again with, with the fans throwing stuff onto the pitch and our home fans as well just like I would like to
0: say that I did not tell people to throw tomatoes onto the pitch on the previews you know I I asked people to refrain from throwing specifically to my... I didn't say anything about throwing LukaZ bottles, to be fair. So I did my bit.
4: That's all I care about. It was just like a perfect storm of everything going wrong, all at the same time. And it just it just conspired, and it was like... At the same time, there's a lot of chickens coming home to roost today, Like in terms of how short we are in that squad. And even though... They won 5-1 and made them look like world beaters. Yeah. Even though they had some great, some good talent players, that small bone in the middle. We Stephen had... Ireland? No, the, the bald one. Stephen Ireland? Is that what? Right? No. <laughs> that was both bald, though. <laughs> That's easy when small. Oh, are you, convinced you by yeah. saying yeah, it. Looked look nothing you. like him. <laughs> he, well, he was, he was bald. He was great. Like, was good. Yeah. He looked a bit like Voldemort. And uh, I didn't think that the, the booing at the end would be for anyone but Alex Neil but it was I don't think it was, it was just only funny. for
3: everyone but I think the day kind of um, summed up the problem we've kind of had as a fan base for a while because it seems to me that when Neil left and he cited the recruitment as been a bit of an issue of why he left it's become very much of a camp of either your team Alex Neil or your team Speakman and there's been very little room for nuance about it so I think today a lot of people got very angry and kind of like and the, they start to turn on the players when yes I know the players have got to stand up and be counted yeah. but large parts of it aren't their fault because I think a lot of players have been asked to perform roles and not quite capable of doing so for example having Dan Neal as your sole holding midfielder playing the Corey Evans role is not sustainable over a long period of time so it's as if people have to turn around and back the recruitment team that they help regardless of anything because any acknowledgement is kind of backing Alex Neal does I agree. that make sense? No I agree I think that's a really good point I, I think for, like personally I think it's very, it's
0: it's absolutely fine to say that, you know, Speakman and his bunch of merry men have done a good job in bringing in, you know, highly talented footballers that are clearly going to have brilliant careers, whether with us or with somebody else. It's also fine to say that they've not done a very good job in addressing the areas where we're so desperately yeah, sure we're so
1: obviously, obviously, obviously and, sure and, like, even, and even tony mowbray who generally tours the party line on this has said previously even before cory evans got injured said you know something along the lines of i know i don't have anything to do with transfers but if they listen to my advice they'll get somebody who can do what cory evans does and they didn't even after he was injured they didn't, they didn't. The center forwarding doesn't even need explain it because you would have to be an absolute moron not well, to notice well, that I'm that sure. needs addressing. Well,
0: unfortunately, Stephen, Well, there are several thousand
3: people morons <laughs> in the world. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, it's like I said, yeah, because, 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 because they've backed themselves into the corner of if I criticise the recruitment model, then I'm, criti- then I'm in fear of Alex Neil. So t- that, that is true because I, I don't... Like I said, that
0: I'm very often wrong and I'm very rarely right. But in January, at the end of January, I said that signing, not signing a striker was a disgrace. Yeah. And it is. It's, it's completely unfathomable that they would yeah. not do that. And you watch that game a day and you go, well, we've got Gellart. And I'm, t- I'm sorry, if Leeds knew that this was the way that Gellart was going to be playing for yeah. us, they would not have loaned him. They would have loaned him to Wigan. They would have got, it, literally, they would have loaned him to anybody but Sunderland yeah. at this point. Because it's a f- fast start. F- I
1: feel sorry for him a bit. Well,
0: because
2: I do, he, but he's also he, shit. Well, as well. He's, he's,
5: he's,
1: no, he's not number nine, is he? No, he's
2: obviously he's not, nine. He's not. He's not number nine. Yeah, he's a waste and of time. Then, he's come
1: in, and then suddenly, like, all eyes are on him. You're number it's nine, you're number nine, Like and, and, he, and he's not. He's
4: actually number 28. <laughs> <seven>. <laughs> no, not seen He may not be a number nine, but if he doesn't have a first touch, he's not going to last His nine. first touch, honestly, the worst I've or ever part. seen.
2: Well, yeah. apart from Daniels.
0: Uh, yeah. Compared to Luke 19, the best, obviously, that we were told last <laughs> season. I've made I've made my mind up on him.
1: I can't believe it's coming to this. Like, after with our, original, pirate our, pirate our reputation. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, I like it. Um... Well, there reputation of what we've said about like Lugo Nine in the past and stuff. But did anybody, when they heard the substitutions at half time, think that Lugo Nine wasn't going to play in the centre well, in I, midfield? Well, no. Like I, kept, like, I we were
0: down, I was downstairs. I went, I missed their first goal. Of course. And we, were, me, and Amber were downstairs, and I heard Luke O'Neill's name come on. I, I presumed he'd come on for Daniel. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Like and I was
2: everyone like, in
0: the and I came in. Oh no, he's at left. What? Yeah. Do do you do you Tony own? Moby
1: unfortunately, oh no. I, like I, I just, it just, we, we, like obviously, you know, <laughs> we beat a record saying we don't think he's a centre midfielder. But it says a lot about the the situation of our midfielder at the minute. The, the last three games. <laughs> We've been calling out for him to play centre midfield so much because he's the only person who can deal yeah. with... We've been calling for him not games. to play centre midfield for four years <laughs> yeah. and he's been playing there. Yeah. Now, can you just put no, him, you just him there? Put yeah. there. Yeah. Now we it want him easy. there. So yeah. actually what this is, is the club just winding us up and trolling us. I mean, for, you know yeah, what, if they are, four If the wise men... the
2: season just to The wise men say a like,
1: lot, don't want him playing there, we'll play him. We'll
3: pick, Actually, can you play him there? No. We'll pick him up in your car,
4: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah
3: it's just I think what's happened at the minute is a general trend of like players who yes, as I say, they need to take responsibility as well to a certain degree, but players who are being allocated roles that they're not quite capable of doing, so you look throughout the team and the problem is it's going through the spine of the team so we don't have a proper target man I actually think Gellart might look okay playing off like a centre forward with but, but he's yeah. absolutely not a target man and then we've got a situation where we absolutely need Corey Evans so, like, the disappointing thing for me is we don't learn. So, last season, Dan Neil was dropped by Alex Neil for a long period of time because he was suffering from burnout. What we're doing now is we're not only saying to Dan Neil, you've got to play every week, but we're saying you've got to play an unfamiliar holding midfield role, he's, which he's, is not what you're good at doing. He's essentially playing the captain's role, the Dan is, Neil. He completely is. He's like the captain of that centre midfield almost.
2: The issue with is Dan Neil as well is that goal where he was left as the last man back today, that we conceded. I, I reckon that's probably the fifth time we have conceded that exact same goal from Dan Neil being the last man back, and it took it happening today for them to go oh, no, wait, next time we're just going to leave Roberts and Mishu as the last men back instead, and that's the change they made? How has nobody seen that happen once, maybe twice, and then gone, right, Daniel isn't going to be our last man back, or we're going to work with him so that he doesn't concede the same fucking goal over and over again? How has no one
5: picked up on that?
1: For the match with suitable casual clobber, from overshirts and jackets to polos and tees, hoodies, sweatshirts, hats and more. Fritisglada is making waves in the pubs and on the terraces. Come join the FDR movement and get 15% off with your discount code WMS. Stand out in the crowd, be indie, search FDR clothing online and on socials. Like So, we've been going in on, on, on speaking a bit there that, and, and, and what we're being left short with, which is, which is right and it's fair. And I think what's becoming clear now is how well Tony Mowbray has done with this group of players. But I will also say today, considering what Eleanor was just saying there, that Daniel last season wasn't even considered somebody who could sit in midfield. Today, he was the only centre midfielder we had really who could do that job. This was very much like you know when you speak to somebody and you're like, aye, all, right, all right, mate. they're like, and the, what would the team our player would be, and they'd list all of the attacking midfielders, and you think, well, that doesn't work. And that it felt like that was the team he put out today. And and how they didn't score more than the first half, I don't know, because Daniel was by himself the whole game, and it was slicing through us. Like time and time and time again, unsurprisingly, really. Oh, yeah, like Alex. Pritchard, you you could have played Alex Pritchard in midfield, like yeah. in a sitting role.
4: Yeah. yeah. He was the- he was, uh, Neil was on the yellow as well, so yeah. Well, yeah. yeah well, not much. Yeah. With with Pritchard, I was uh, I was surprised how far forward he was, even when before the change of shape at half time. I was surprised how far forward he was, yeah. not dropping in, because there was obviously acres in front of the yeah. front of the back four. It were just. We just hung them out to dry, really. And it, it was the same against Coventry as well. There was huge gaps to events in midfield there as well. So, sorry, can, sorry, Richard. No, that's fine.
3: Just annoyed. No, sorry, mate. I've put across you there. Um, I, think what, I think what really sums up the general situation we have is that at half-time, in my opinion, the game was crying out for a PR-Equire kind of um, player. Because he's physically imposed, he's really good, he's, he's come with a reputation of being really good on the ball, to kind of calm things down, keep possession. But he's also over six foot, he's got some physicality about him. So one of two things are true. Either Tony Mowbray is kind of like incompetent and hasn't made that substitution, or the alternative is he does not deem Equar, he doesn't deem Equar to be ready to play first-team football in the championship. So evil eight, It's that one, is so, so that one, is so, it? So, so this is it, so, so, so this
4: is it, what I'm saying is...
3: So, so it's almost... I don't want to go so far as to say like negligent, but when we have an option like that and he's not ready to play first-team football, what is the point in bringing him in as a key player? He should have been brought in to supplement another centre midfielder, like Moebury suggested, as Stephen pointed out. Well, that's
0: what, we're, we're not going to do
3: that because... You're gonna.
0: Anyone we ever sign now is gonna be eight years old, we and all... who previously, in, in order to sign for Sunderland now, you have to have been eight years, You have to be eight years old, and you have to have previously been for Bastia Yes, and
2: apparently you have to wear jeans. Isn't that a thing that when you sign? Uh, yeah. you
0: have to wear jeans. Well, anyway, there's some loser Oh no, I'm not gonna go but, there.
2: But the issue is that, and I said this to you like before we started recording. Alex Neal is still on the sidelines. Stay going. They didn't back me in transfers. And I left for more money, but also because they wouldn't back me in my transfers. They've been left short because they haven't actually looked what they need in terms of transfers. And we've come and destroyed them five-one. And the worst bit, the worst bit for me is really this shit.
4: Stoker, They look like world champions today. Like it's just just incredible. It was like they they we were chanting like. He left because he were shit, like, yeah. <laughs> we're like yeah. they've been in like they were seventeenth before the kick off. And,
1: and 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 this is it.
4: Like we're going, we're going in on
1: everything now from like recruitment from top to bottom and all that stuff. And had someone scored first to year we would have won, I think. Yeah. Because because yeah, they weren't good. that good. And and, and you, we know what football's like, you know. Yeah. And when we were on top, I think had we scored, we probably would have won. And then it all collapsed. And we haven't Poor seen a Oh boy did it collapse. We haven't seen a collapse oh. like that in a long time. Well, well we. not since Whoa! T- no, <laughs> <yeah.
4: laughs> oh. <laughs> first time all season we've, we've lost by a great margin than two. Uh, it's first time since the Coventry game in the first season back in League One that we've conceded five at home. It's probably our heaviest home defeat in a long, long time. Like, yeah, right. and the last, the last heaviest home defeat. And, and it's really from the legal <laughs> implications. Just really chasing it, and it's, it's like we've got to go. I think we've got to rebuild from this now, and. But where I does it begin? Because it's a tough game next week at Norwich. Yeah, I think you when, when I said last week, I don't know where our next point's going to come from. I was saying it maybe well, on the pessimistic side. I, I seriously don't know where the, where the next right. point's going to come
2: and from. Hold.
4: <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. No. The thing
2: is, Stephen is right when he says we are going in on everything and we are kind of like going in on all the players and recruitment and everything from top to bottom. But games like today are what give us kind of the the scope to do that because games like today show us that actually everything that happens at a football club does impact the results on the field. And it's not just today. It's how we played at Coventry. It's how we played at Rotherham. It's how we've played in the last three games where we've taken one point from nine. Is that correct? Like I twelve from oh, nine. No, zero from nine, one from twelve. Brilliant. And like that that is just showing that there is obviously something fundamentally wrong and it might be that we are going in on everything, but one of those things or a mixture of those things has to be the cause. Hey
0: look. You're gonna go you're gonna go through you're gonna go through bad runs in a season yeah. Yeah. like you are going to and you just gotta hope that
3: look This is probably the most like we're gonna probably get Pell this far no, I'm not. Well, I'm about this? obviously getting b five one's horrible, but why I'm so good at this because, as we point out, Mowbray has done so well with this group of players. And what I don't want is people to start turning on the manager in this group of players. I, I don't think they will because I don't I, think they deserve it. But, I don't but as I said, but I think people now because there's no new ones to put themselves in the camp of if you don't accept the playership and you've got to question the recruitment. I think some people just aren't prepared to do that. I don't think I don't think that's going to happen. I, I think personally, you know as
0: I've just said you're going to go through points in the season where look stuff is shit I'm glad you wrote that article mate and things go yeah I know well yeah (laughs) things go wrong and that's largely fine what you've got to do now is make sure this doesn't become like a rough you've got to it's a tough game next week at Norwich but then you've got Luton at home the week after it's like if you then lose them two games then it's like right well if you go on and pick something up at Norwich... Thanks, mate. If you go and pick something up at Norwich and then you beat Luton, it's a blip and it's fine. Losing 5-1 at home at Stoke Stokes is completely unacceptable. But all we can do now is to make sure that, right, well, this doesn't happen again. Whereas, like, we lost 5-1 to Everton under Peter Reid on Boxing Day and then didn't win again until April. It was
1: 5-0, I was there. <laughs> All
0: right, yes. <man. laughs> <laughs> fucking
2: hell. I'm not 60- 60. Yeah. Like I'm not no, fucking no. 62, no, no, so I not no.
1: no, but
0: seriously, I, I think it's
2: I hard because, obviously, though, you're an inexperienced squad, yeah. and it's the sort of thing where a 5-1 could completely write off their season, yeah. but you go and get a 2-0 when it gets Norwich yeah, again, and it completely flips it around again because they are young and it's exciting to watch, but it's also hard for them to take as well because they've never been there before. And,
0: and we've, said, like, we've said that we're going to lose game. Not... Quite like day. like if we're gonna lose five one you're expecting it to be at Burnley or
1: something, aren't yeah. you? You're not expecting to lose five one at home to a ball. It just feels like it's self-harm. Like at the start it's of the season, great <laughs> at the start of the season like because the easy thing now is for that is for people to turn and say, oh, what did they expect the first season back at the championship? This is and what is no, gonna we, happen. Uh, yeah, and we and we know that, don't we? And like we're not stupid, we know we would have been happy with us finishing tenth this season 17th, we would really. we'd have been happy with it really but the difference is we're not stupid and when you're watching games week in week out and then you decide it's, it's we've self harmed ourselves in a way where we thought well actually we're not going to do what everybody knows we need to do and then we start suffering the consequences of that suddenly you can't then call us revisionists for doing that you don't, we're just reacting but, no, on what right. like
0: my 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 problem with the whole situation is you can't pick and choose when promotion happens.
1: Exactly. Yes. And but we should we should, exactly. we should we should
0: we should know all too well. But yeah, well, we should we should us more than anyone should know all too well that you can't guarantee promotion. No. And for me, it's not. And given that yeah you finished tenth this season, oh well next season we will get in the playoffs. It doesn't work like that. What does feel? What Last season we're in the playoff final, right? And I know circumstances, but there's nothing to say that them circumstances don't happen to us. We got in the playoffs a couple of years ago. There's nothing to say <laughs> that them circumstances don't happen to us. We a lot of us, you know, we've got a lot of loan players, we've got a lot of in demand players. If this squad falls apart, all of a sudden you have to rebuild it in the summer, and it's like. It, it's not a given that you're going to be better next season. You can't, it's all very well going, and I agree to a large extent that it's like, yeah, great, finishing 10th is a success, and it is. And if someone had said to me at the beginning of the season, look, you're going to finish 10th, you'd be like, fucking hell, great, like, absolutely fantastic. But from where we were, it's almost as if they've gone,
3: oh, fucking hell, we don't want to do that. Yeah.
5: No, just a Sorry. <laughs> No, mate, you,
3: you just pretty much said what I was going to say, so well done. Well, agree <laughs> with you. Cheers, Oliver. Ah, well,
1: we'll
0: wrap it up, then. Yeah. All right, well... I a um, good
2: place to end, mate, really. Agree, actually. Um, well, he, uh,
0: thanks to everyone in the pub who's gone with you. Yeah. Um, Rick, Rick got that board. There was that many of us involved. He's walked off. He has. Oh, yeah, he's soaked all off. These. Oh, he's got a man. goodbye?
1: Oh, oh on right,
4: on yeah, on see you, you later. He's back
1: in row three right now. I was just... I was just saying... You know, uh, cheers on cheers on the best. Um uh are you back on Monday? <laughs> we'll be back on Monday to go over this even more, yes. Oh great. Well I'll definitely be listening to that. And uh, we'll, uh no but seriously I will be listening. No but seriously do score when we lose like this, I seriously I seriously
2: contractually we have to
1: listen to it. Yeah we are contractually
0: obliged to listen to the Monday podcast. No but seriously, it's a good listen. Get yourself on. Good get on that. Get yourself on that Spotify. And get the Canny turn like. Aye, uh, Stevens. <laughs> a canny turn like. What happened to the
5: board?
0: Thanks for listening. <laughs>